Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in today. My name is William Betzelberger. I am the host and founder of the Resilient Masculinity Podcast and Movement. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for listening. If this is your first time or maybe you're rejoining us, Resilient Masculinity was created to provide a community where men are encouraged, where men are inspired, and where men are equipped with the knowledge with the resources, with conversations, and with, again, encouragement to become the strong, capable, resilient men they are called to be. Men who provide protection by providing safety, men who provide stability, and men who provide service to their families, their communities, and their nation. So thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for listening. Okay, gentlemen, we're going to jump right on into it, and this is going to be a uh, not popular opinion. This is going to be a quite controversial one, I feel, um, but that it is that there is an increasing agenda by our government, and uh, especially through the public school system, which if you have any understanding of how public school systems work, they are funded by your tax dollars through the government. So if you hear me use the, wor the words government schools, that's because ultimately that's what public schools are. They're by the government. Um, there is an increasing agenda by the government through the avenue of the public school system to separate you from your children. They've already done it physically. Okay, they've done it physically through separating you from your children's education. We have seen this time and time again over the last couple of years, especially where school boards are trying to have parents pay enormous amounts of money to see the curriculum, to actually review the curriculum that their children are being taught. Uh, they do it by separating them physically from the parents just themselves through Okay, instead of you being uh, interacting with your children and their education, now you're off at work, they're in a different building, maybe even in a different city, different school district, um, being taught in a room that you don't have access to, being taught in a building that you have limited access to, being taught curriculum you do not have access to. They have done it physically. They have separated you from your child. Wonderful, that was step one. Now they're going after their minds, their hearts, and their souls. And that is very destructive. That is very worrying. Now, of course, there may be some of you who live out in, you know, the, the idealistic, well, maybe not idealistic, but pretty, pretty gosh darn great idea of, um, Maybe you guys live in a town of 500 people where there's one school called, you know, Emmanuel Church School or something like that. And there's one teacher, five teachers or whatever, and they all, you know, they're all very well-structured people. They're all squared away. They, they teach good things. Uh, but the vast majority of the public school system at this point has been created whether or not teachers 
intended it for to it be this way, or this is how it naturally came to be. But most public schools right now are not going to be setting your children up for success as strong young men and women of virtue, of character, and of God. So protect them. Protect them. Homeschool them. If you can homeschool them, homeschool them. I was homeschooled. I loved every second of it. And I understand that hearing one homeschooler, um, it's just that you hear one homeschooler. Right? It's just like anything else. There's there's good, there's bad, there's ugly. Uh, I cannot tell you how many days between my mom and my four biological or three biological siblings and I. Uh, how many days when we started our school year in tears, whether that was mom or one of us. But it was good. It was good. I have a great relationship with my parents because I know their heart. And I know that they did everything they could to set me up for success in this life. And by success, I don't mean making millions of dollars. I mean being a man of virtue, being a man of character, who can provide for his family, who loves his wife, who loves his, his life enough to live it and live it well. So instill, instill into your children the doctrine of godly, strong, courageous, virtuous manhood, masculinity, and femininity. It's literally indoctrinate them, instill doctrine, indoctrinate. You will hear time and time again, well, if you're homeschooled, aren't, aren't they just indoctrinating you? Yeah. Yeah, that's their job as a parent, is to indoctrinate their children. Indoctrinate literally comes from instill doctrine, instill virtue, instill learning. What is doctrine? Doctrine is, it's used mainly as a theological word, so a word pertaining toward to theology or godliness, if you will, like the study of God. But what is doctrine? Doctrine is a set of beliefs, it is a set of virtues, it is a set of standards and understanding. So the, for example, the doctrine of the Trinity is the teaching of the Godhead, of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, the doctrine of you know, baptism is baptism by immersion. So you're baptized into water, fully immersed, and you come back up out of the water, right? And that represents the burial of Christ and the resurrection of Christ. So doctrine, while it's usually used within a, I'll say, formal religious term or setting, uh, theological setting, doctrine is a set of virtues, it's a set of standards, it's a set of understanding. That's what it is. So instill into them the doctrines that you want them to know, to instill the virtues you want them to have. Do you want them to be dependent on others, or do you want them to be independent? Do you want them to rely on the government for everything, or do you want them to become self-sufficient? Do you want them to, to think outside the box, or think what is 
you know, politically correct these days. That's your job as a parent. You have to parent your children. That is your responsibility, not the schools, not the elected officials, not whatever is popular. That is your responsibility. And if you allow them to go into a lion's den, like the school system, and you think because you have family dinner once a week that you're going to hold sway over the teachers who spend eight to ten hours teaching your kids the kids things that are against what you believe you really think do you really think your kids are gonna listen and respect you or follow your wishes or your desire to see them succeed do you really think that's gonna happen i was astonished and i wrote this probably back two years ago when uh about two years ago mask mandates started to come out and two years ago places started to close and we we had a you know a stay-at-home order for two weeks and then kind of mask mandates came through um through the school systems and i i remember seeing a lot of parents get angry that well they can't make my kid wear a mask or the way that the covid restrictions were this and that seemed really harsh and parents got upset by that and I'll say rightfully so because these school boards would trample over the parents they, they didn't care there were times where parents were considered threats to school boards uh, simply because they asked questions and sought you know actual answers but I made a post during that time that I said I am surprised by the amount of freedom parents willingly gave these schools for years, for years, and it's not just my generation, it's my parents' generation, even their parents, even my grandparents' generation, that willingly gave that kind of freedom of control over to the schools and didn't bat an eye for years. Didn't, they, they did so willingly. And now that there's obvious trouble, now the parents are upset, but, but you weren't upset five years ago when the background to this was working. It may not have been all up in your face, but trust me, this was working in the background. Don't give up that freedom if you don't have to. Don't give up your responsibility do not abdicate your responsibility to raise your children in a way that is fruitful in a way that provides stability and service to the next generation do not abdicate that responsibility to people who hold a different worldview than you do not do that anything you can anything you can do protect your children and then protect other children. Elect better leaders. Elect better school board members. Elect better superintendents of schools or principals or however that system is run. I know not all of it is elected, but I know some of it is. What you can elect, elect good, better, strong, capable leaders. 
and run for office yourself, or at the very least, be involved. Okay, for every parent-teacher meeting, ask good questions. For every school board meeting, show up. Be engaged. Be aware of what your children are learning. Be aware of what they're being taught. Be aware of what is being promoted. Okay, if schools are going to have trans clubs for children who think that they're one gender versus the other, be aware of that. And be aware if your children are going to it. Be aware if little Susie wants to be called Frank at school. Be aware of that. Be involved. They're your children. They're not the state's. They're not an asset to the state. They're your children. They're your children that God gave you to parent, to correct, to bring up in a way that provides ultimately glory to God. But also, as a, as a result of that, they will be serving their community. They will be leading their communities. They will be leading their families and their businesses well. That's what you want. If that is what you want, then I encourage you, homeschool your children or at the very least, be engaged in their education. Because the future of a strong society, of our society, depends on it. If you found this encouraging, if you found this controversial, if you found this um, challenging, then please share, comment. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to know what you think. What are some good ways we can become better men who protect, who provide, who, who lead, who serve? Let me know in the comments. And again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, gentlemen, take action and become the men you are called to be.